This week on Dice Boys. Fry sauce is a great option for your chicken nuggets as well. Yeah. Wait, Big wait. Mac sauce. You would literally Fry eat a chicken nugget with just mayo? Yeah, They put mayo on my chicken, chicken sandwich. Why wouldn't I put it on my chicken nugget? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'd eat a chicken nugget. I'd eat a chicken nugget with butter. I'd eat a chicken nugget with balsamic vinegar. Oh my god. I'd eat a chicken <laughs> nugget. That's balsamic reduction. What? This is a chicken chicken nugget with hummus. A nice romesco. I'm gonna see that chef's table, dude. I would I would dip a chicken nugget in in plain. Greek yogurt <laughs> nugget. Get the Just fuck out of nuggets, nuggets, man. <laughs> Dude, I will eat anything on a chicken nugget. No, ketchup only. Anything but ketchup, Not really. Ketchup only? <laughs> <laughs> on a chicken nugget for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna die Please. on this hill right now. <laughs> I'm just, happy to do it. You're dead, the man. ketchup of <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, Blake here. Thanks for listening to Dice Boys. Here we are, finally. It's it's finally happened. Season 2, episode 1. I am in just as much awe as you are. Sorry about the long wait, but life happens, you know. Uh, we bought a house and our bathroom's leaking into our basement. What are you going to do? You're going to listen to Dice Boys and escape into a wonderful realm of fantasy. That's what... Uh, Just real quick before we get to the game, I wanted to say that if you are new to the podcast, you're going to want to jump in not here. Uh, You're going to want to jump in at the beginning of season one, preferably episode zero. And also, if you have not yet listened to the respite episode for season one, that's kind of the uh, the denouement of episode or of season one then you're going to want to do that as well uh, because I do a little bit of recap at the beginning and some stuff happens to the characters. They get some growth, and that's going to be relevant here as we jump into Season 2. So, without uh, yabbering on too much, let's just go ahead and head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Alok. Yeah. You emerge from the humble building where your family rents a living space. It's just after dawn, and your wife, Elle, and your daughter, Mia, are still fast asleep. And it's the early hours of the morning. And you're standing on the stoop of the building, stealing yourself for your morning run. And you see the kind of subtle remnants of last night's rainstorm the summer hardened earth has turned sodden the water laden trees are slouching from the damp and there's bits of branches scattered about aimlessly your breath as you breathe out makes kind of tiny little temporary imitations of the silver white clouds that seem intent on occupying the morning sky And so you feel this, a sharper cold than you felt for the last couple months. And it it kind of seems to scrape up on your cheek and whisper into your ear that uh, 
that fall is just around the corner. And so you slap your hands together and rub them together and take in a large breath and exhale its warmth onto your fingers, kind of like a prayer, and begin your jog. Very quickly, the hints of the coming change in season kind of concede to your ritual. Uh, The rhythmic interplay of your feet hitting the ground and your breath in and out and the movement of the world around you just kind of becomes inconsequential. It's just flying by in blurred lines of color as you're passing through buildings and passing through town and heading eventually to the boardwalk, which is where your route takes you. This is the same route you take every morning and you kind of run through town and then you get to the boardwalk that goes along with the edge of the cliffs that give Clifftide its name. And uh, it's just this kind of long clatter of well-kept planks that runs along the edge of the cliffs. And you're running, and you have your hood up. The rising sun is off to your right as you're running north along this boardwalk. And the sea, as constant as your strides, is crashing away to your left. Its noise is kind of joining in with your heavy breathing. And you continue like this for some time, uh, as you do every morning, just kind of deep in your thoughts, thinking about your family, thinking about work, thinking about life. And you have your hood up, and uh, from this this hoodie, essentially, that your wife lovingly made for you for these moments. And you're deep in your thoughts, and eventually you see something in the sky that kind of gives you pause. You don't fully stop, but you kind of slow down a little bit because it is this burst of yellow color that is just hanging in the sky. You're curious, but you continue to run up the boardwalk. And as you get closer, you realize uh, you see a few figures on the boardwalk ahead. And that's this part of the cliffs where the cliffs jut out a little bit. So there's this uh, almost palisade-like thing that has been built onto this jutting of cliff. And you see a few figures on that palisade. Two of those figures are what looks like as you're getting closer, a dwarf mom and her little dwarf son. And the dwarf son is flying a kite up into this overcast sky. I mean, you're on your jog, you're, you're thinking about your family, and you see this moment that just like, this, this kid is about the same age as your daughter. Okay. Um, what shape is the kite? Is it just like a diamond? It's, it's a very basic, rudimentary thing and they probably bought it at kindle's kite collective yeah uh sure why not yeah that's uh-huh. a, that's now a store in, <laughs> in cliff tide <laughs> no we rename it, rename it. <laughs> and uh yeah so you get closer to this palisade and as you do the third figure on the palisade becomes more clear you see that there's somebody sitting in a chair uh, about 15 20 feet away from this mom and her son very slowly over the sound of your heavy breathing and over the sound of the crashing waves and over the sound of the emerging city you begin to hear music and you can see that this figure is sitting on a chair playing guitar to no one really does he appear to be with them or is it just it doesn't it doesn't seem not obvious no he's certainly not a dwarf and as you get closer The music becomes louder, and you full-on stop at this point as you get to the palisade. And you are just drawn 
to this moment of this kid flying this kite and the most beautiful guitar music you've ever heard. You didn't think guitar could be played like this. It seems beyond your comprehension, but at the same time, it, it makes sense. It's like, oh, this is what this instrument was made for. And you are just drawn. You, you stop your run completely and you walk out onto this palisade and you're drawn to this moment. All right, yeah, like I imagine I'm like running up and I kind of slow down, running in place even, and taking it in and then just essentially just like putting my feet both of them on the ground and taking a deep breath, mm-hmm. feeling the morning sun, mm-hmm. but also just feeling the cold air yeah. as it enters my lungs. Take a deep breath and I'm, I'm taken aback by this moment and I want to approach the man playing guitar. Yeah, so the dwarf mom patting her son on the shoulder and he's he's just wide-eyed and grinning he's you know and he's got the beginnings of a little beard starting already so happy flying this little kite you approach this figure and as you get closer you see that it's an elf and he looks to be of of, of medium build but his ears are unhidden by his very very short wispy blonde hair his jaw is surprisingly square for an elf, and while such such a feature kind of suggests a hardened characteristic, you, you would assume that he probably has a similar temperament, but it's all juxtaposed by this look that is on his face of pure bliss and contentment and kindness and like almost like a childlike wonder. He's lost in what he is doing. And it's just so apparent to me. I'll wait for him to kind of slow down and I'll give like a, a clap. Just like nobody else is around, but just to let him know that I'm there if he doesn't see me. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he finishes whatever he's playing and, and he's also wearing um, really kind of um, delicate wire spectacles. Okay. Does he look old? You said no, he has he looks, blonde hair. No, he looks... It's hard to tell with, with an elf. Right. But he, he certainly doesn't look old. Okay. Uh, if you had to guess, he's probably the elf equivalent of your age. Okay. He finishes the song and bends down to grab a drink of water. He's got a little pack next to his chair. And he hears you clapping. He turns and sees you. And the dwarf mom and her little kid, they also turn and see you when you, when you clap. You, <laughs> it's a very awkward moment because the dwarf mom sees you and she's a little scared. But she's trying not to be rude about it. And so she's just kind of like, all right, honey, time to, uh, time to go. Let's go get some breakfast. And gives you an awkward smile, trying to be polite. I'll wave over at her. But, just like a, a friendly wave. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, What's a negative wave? <laughs> <laughs> it's called the uh, one kind finger of a straighter wave. hand. <laughs> uh, you can't see it, but <laughs> you would feel it. She's she's clearly um, suffering from some some racial assumptions some about about half orcs, yeah. and trying to be cool about it, but but isn't, and and takes and takes her kid away, and uh, but this elf uh, hears you, and he says, "Oh, hello, friend. You look thirsty. Would you like a drink of my water?" Um, 
Yeah, please. Thank you. Uh, what's your name? I'm sorry. I'm not used to having people catch me this early in the morning, but uh, my name's Koss. Koss? Koss. Hi, I'm Baylock. Uh, I, I typically don't see anybody out here either. I, I go for a run. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just traveling through, and I've been to Clifftide a handful of times, and it's just a great town. I, I love coming out here and really just thinking in the mornings. Oh, man, I totally know what you mean. I'm sure you do. Probably what I was doing on the guitar was what you were doing when you were running. I could not place how beautiful that song was, but, oh, man, it was like it was you. in my head. I, I felt it so, so deep. Uh, thank you. It's, some, it's something I've been working on. It's just a different tuning. But um, here, have some water. Thank you. Thank you so much, Koss. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. So you're, a, you're an appreciator of music then? Oh, yeah, most certainly. Um, I, I play the oboe, actually. actually I, I, I play over at the Renob Bed and Breakfast um, <laughs> once a month. I hate you, man. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, My immersion. <laughs> uh he says, "Oh, that's 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 a good spot. I've 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 actually played at uh, the Watering Hole uh, a handful of times coming through." Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen some good acts come through there. They've reached out to me to play, which is why I came down. But I'm kind of just in my own head lately, and I, I need to get I, I I need to think before I can do another performance. Oh um, yeah, sometimes it takes me a while to loosen up my voice too. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You got to warm up your instrument. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes you're not feeling it. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. I'm, I just work so much, so I don't always get a chance to play, but I love when I get it, when I get to. Oh, uh, so you, you just play music on the side, but you, what do we do? What do you do for work? Um, well, um, well, I just got into kind of an upper management position. <laughs> 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 it is it is lower management <laughs> middle at best yeah. middle maybe I maybe think like but three definitely five. lower <laughs> three or five people is like upper so. I'm thinking it's probably the upperest management position ALOC's ever had yeah that's Certainly. for sure so yes. to you it's upper management uh, he says well that's that makes me really happy to hear ALOC you know there are a lot of sum assumptions about half works and you know, growing up where I did, it's even more prevalent. But uh, I'm I'm happy to see you out there making what you can. Are you here from here in Clifftide, then? Uh, yeah. Um, me and my wife, uh, Elle, we live uh, at the bed and breakfast with uh, our daughter Mia. And this is the Renob bed and breakfast. The Renob, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, it used to be a really big uh, attraction to yeah, uh, Clifftide. I'm, I'm but, actually uh, familiar with it. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, uh, you said you were just passing through. Where are you from? Huh. Well, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Yeah, I, I'm not really from anywhere anymore. Uh, I think that's part of the issue for me. Uh, I'm getting too serious here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, oh, it's okay. Uh, but uh, I've, been, I've been touring on music for quite some time now, so... I bet you do really well. I mean, that music, oh, God... So beautiful. Oh, yeah, last time I came through, so I, I typically, 
I don't travel by the name of Koss. I mean, that's my name. But uh, when I perform, I don't know how long you've been in Clifftide, but uh, last time I performed here, I went by the name The Confessor. Alok. As soon as he says that. Boner Town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If there is a well-known bard that you've heard of, it's him. This guy is known for having performances that just kind of bring people to tears and to their knees. If the Orem is coursing through music, it's coursing through this guy's music. He does something amazing, and you're absolutely familiar with this. This is like meeting, I don't know, I'm going to say... Say someone, <laughs> yeah, say yeah, someone good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. This, this is, this is, this is the equivalent. Prince, Prince. There we go. That's good. Thank yeah. you. This is like meeting. This <laughs> is like meeting. Prince. I've been to Prince's house twice, and this <laughs> really would be I put amazing. My shoes on his couch. <laughs> this would be amazing. Yeah, it's crazy for you how uh, how humble and just endearing this person is. Now that you know who he is and how capable he is as a bard. I'm sorry. You're 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 the confessor. You oh so you ha- you're you are the confessor. Oh, so you have heard of me. Well, that's great. I'm hanging out with the confessor right now. Well, yeah, so I'm sharing my water with you. Yeah. Oh my god! And I just got a private concert. Oh my god! No, Alok, you're taking it too serious. I'm hanging out with Alok, the half orc who's breaking all the stereotypes. You know, it's all about perspective. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's the morning. It's early morning. Biggle and Yon-Yon, you are emerging, doing your morning routines, and you're getting the business ready. I imagine he makes breakfast, and I, like, make the tea. I'm pretty haggard at this point. I definitely haven't slept since I came back from the library with that book. Okay. Like, it's probably been three days since I slept a full night's sleep. Would you say you're suffering from a level of exhaustion? If you want to put it in those terms, <laughs> yes, I'm suffering from. You're always just uh, temporary <laughs> enlightenment. I'll say. Okay, which comes with a level of exhaustion. Sure, fine, and also a point of inspiration for choosing to do so. So I'm slowly making some eggs and bacon and coffee. Okay, great. Uh, uh, Earl Grey this time? Yes, my friend. Earl Grey? No, I would. Oolong, maybe? Listen, Yan Yan, you've known me well enough to know you'll never catch me alive drinking tea. Okay, Dan. So you guys are getting the morning going and getting the business ready. What I'm curious to know is, Dodge and Matthias, what is your kind of punctuality level when it comes to showing up to work? Erratic. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably say I've been... uh... I don't know how long has it been since the other day since I seen that. This was last night. Weird little fella. This was last night that the rainstorm hit and you were up on a roof with your newfound dagger. Yeah, I would say I probably am really procrastinating on showing up right okay. now. Great. What about you, Matthias? Uh, I definitely uh, slept outside of the door um, the previous oh. night because I just got back from the forest. Um, okay. And, and where I am, I am. So, uh, Matthias is definitely just there. And the moment that he hears the door unlock, he just walks right in and is just like, Oh, good morning, everyone. I will just, uh, take a seat over here. Thank you very much. And yeah, just walk yeah, over yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Help yourself to some <laughs> eggs. And, uh, could you, uh, would you mind washing these dishes when you're done? <laughs> oh, uh, 
<laughs> I, I will not be enjoying any of your eggs. I will just sit in the corner and uh, please do the dishes when you can. Thank you very much. Yes, that's right. Corner. Do the dishes when you can. Perfect. I'll be in my study. And I take some eggs and coffee and bacon and so with start walking up the stairs. eggs and coffee and bacon in your hands and Matthias awkwardly in the room. It is at that moment a crash. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> like a crash through the door? Through the through window? Through the window. Through the front window. The front win- giant window pane of your business. I'm just sitting shatters. under that. No, you're inside. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm inside. Yeah. <laughs> and this thing comes flying past you, and it is a flaming bottle. And it crashes <laughs> through in a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, essentially. What the fuck? I fucking, I, I drop off, no, I drop off my commode, all my prison tattoos show, and I take the door down. <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> is this? You don't have a kimono anymore. You're not wearing a kimono. First of all, you don't have a kimono anymore. I crack open some paint thinner and... <laughs> <laughs> Witness me! No, no, I don't have a kimono anymore, yeah. Yeah, uh, nor do you have prison tattoos, because you've never been in prison. <laughs> Yet. 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 Yeah, so uh, this this Molotov cocktail essentially pff, and ignites. And uh, Yon Yon, where are you? Uh, I would say I'm just in the, in like the break room area, just making. I assume that's where we yeah. cook food, and that's where Biggle is too. I drop I drop the plate and nice. like jump maybe four steps. Just I'm I'm running up the stairs. Up four the stairs. steps, four steps up before I turn around. Okay. Nice. Yeah. This scares the shit out of me. Yeah, before you realize, oh, I should probably deal with this. Well, yeah, it's more like in fear I jump a bunch of steps, drop my eggs on the ground, then turn around, and there's a fucking fire in the lobby of our business. And it's it's not, (laughs) if this can be a thing, it's not a very well-made Molotov cocktail. Yeah. So it it kind of chars the floorboards a little bit, and then slowly dissipates but Matthias you look out the window obviously as one would do and you see three rat folk out in the street back for seconds round two bing bing Dodge I want you to roll a d4 three alright if and when this shit pops off it's gonna be three rounds before you show up Alok roll a d4 for me Three. Also three. Okay, great. So, Matthias, you see this. You see them out there, and these rat folk are... They have these hide jackets on, and the leather and the hide is all just darkened and blackened from soot and all manner of filth, and maybe dye and maybe sewage. Who knows? But they're black and gross and grimy, and they have just bits of metal sticking out of them just poking up out of the shoulders and out of the sleeves and they all have green mohawks and one of them's whipping this chain around and another one has what looks like maybe was a pitchfork but it's been broken off halfway up and one of the forks is bent to the side and the other one just has this gnarly fucking rusted sword and he steps forward and he says you kill my brother 
And now you're gonna pay from the Pokey Crew. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a gang of Roger Clots. Excuse me, one more time. What was that? The Pokey Crew? You all look like assholes, by the way. <laughs> you're gonna pay from the Pokey Crew. <laughs> Okay, let's go, then. <laughs> I believe it's your best shot. I believe it's the awesome... You're intimidated by the pokey crew, was it? The, the awesome vermin in uh, out in front. Would you like me to deal with them? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Ooh, that's not going to be a deal with roll. Nuts. Should I go ahead and roll mine now as well? Yeah. Okay. All right, Dodge. That's a big... Seven daddy. Biggle. A one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yon Yon. 19. God damn it. Yeah, these guys are going to die. <laughs> Instantly. A lock. 14. Wait, what did you, sorry, what did you roll on that d4 one more time? Three. We both rolled threes. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, we're not even going to get there. You want me, you need me. Matthias. Uh, do you to add modifiers to a one? Wow. Yeah. Furnish a three. Yeah. All right. Wow. That's two ones. On oh, the... I forgot that we were just rolling initiative. I have a two. <laughs> That's two Important. one rolls on the first initiative <sighs> season two. So season yet again, I was all by yeah. myself. Let's use fireball. All right. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just do that, dude. So Yon Yon, uh, yeah, they're... They're taunting you, and you can see that the one with the sword, he he kind of tucks it under his arm and pulls out another one of these Molotov cocktails and uses a flint and lights it, and he's about to throw it at you. What do you want to do? Mm, I'm just going to, like, step out of the way. And I imagine it's there's a door, there's like a glass window that yeah, that's now shattered. The, yeah, that's now shattered. Glass all this shenanigans and happening. smoldering floorboards in front of you, and the door to your business is actually closed. But the cold morning air. Yeah, is, I'm just gonna the one that lit it and threw it. I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna witch bolt his ass. Okay. So make a spell attack. What's the range on that? I think it's thirty feet. Yeah, you might not be close enough. You might need to go outside. Let's double check here. Which bolt is a level two spell? Which bolt? Um, the range is thirty feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're gonna need to go outside. I rip. I, I step over this glass and just kind of like motherfucking son of a bitch. <laughs> just, <laughs> I cut my foot a little bit. Like, oh goddamn it! And just before you were able to get your spell off, as you step out of the building, a crossbow bolt from up above on the roof of the building fires down. And what's your AC? Uh, 13. It hits right to the right of your foot, but doesn't hit you. Uh, okay, so as I'm stepping out, this arrow goes, comes down like yeah. near my foot. Uh, I just step back. Back across the broken glass. Yeah, back <laughs> across the broken glass and just kind of start just positioning myself backwards. So just move out of like the way of the window, I would say, and just kind of start like re retreating, basically. Back into the building? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I retreat Great. back into the building. Okay. Cool. Mm, let's see here. This one that has the uh, the Molotov cocktail. It's 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 lit now, and he says, "You're a bunch of cowards." 
and the other ones like yeah, you're real shit. Have come in here. Why he, don't you just come in here now? <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. And he <laughs> <laughs> you look like an asshole, by the way. He throws another one of these things, and it lands on the ground at your feet. And I need you and Matthias to both give me Dex saving throws. Not good. Sixteen. Uh, That's fine. Seven. Ooh, yeah. Matthias. Dex- Dexterous wizard, dude. Oh my god. Uh oh. Matthias, you're kind of pushed out of the way as Yon Yon knocks Yon-Yon me co- into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa, 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 dude! I, I move you out take... of the way gracefully. <laughs> Don't put this on me because you saying, suck man. at moving. Yeah. <laughs> I you didn't t- move. I was just standing there. Yeah, which is exactly why you take ten fire damage. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking on now. It just hits you right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the forehead. Does that one look like it hurts a little bit? Maybe. Blink, blink, blink. And the other ones just kind of <laughs> just taunting yeah, you guys, just like pick too. up rocks and throw them at your building, and just like they're hitting bits of glass and hitting the front door. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Matthias, you just took a walloping of fire. What would you like to do? <laughs> oh, these just fucking assholes! <laughs> I cannot stand them. That hurt, by the way. Oh, boy. As I'm still looking right at them with just flaming face, um, I'm going to cast Entangle on the three that Out are the standing in the road. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to calmly walk over to the door, open it, and turn into a tiger. Jesus. And just... R- Fucking run at them. Okay, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's. Yeah. All right, let's level one two. thing at a time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, first of all, what is Entangle? Explain that. Uh, Entangle is a uh, 20 foot square, mm-hmm. um, and it will be difficult terrain. And when they move, they have to make a strength save. And if they fail. But what's happening, like, visually? Uh, visually. And then vines come piercing out of the ground <laughs> and wrapping around their ankles yeah, and totally. ankles. That's exactly what, that's what happens. No, that's they... just what happens. You don't gotta look up the description. Yeah, but I don't know if it's invisible or not. And they're that's slowly the getting sucked back down into the it earth. matter what that book can do about it's it. Imagination. Yeah, no, it's grasping, yeah. grasping weeds and vines. They yeah, sprout up dude, yeah. from the ground in right. a 20-foot so, square from a point within range. The book is a tool no, to 100%, help us. Yeah, no, 100%. It happens on the ground in the area and now it's difficult terrain. Alright, so you cast Entangle. That's the first thing you do. Yep. You're pissed off. You and these vines and weeds sprout up, sprout from the up out of this, and start grabbing at their feet. Yes, awesome. And then you just kind of kick the front door open, and as you walk through the archway of the front door, you turn into a tiger and start charging out into the street, yep. into this entanglement. Biggle. That's it, you goddamn motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All my eggs are all over my pants. <laughs> I brush them off. I walk down the steps. I jump over the little last remnants of fire. And I'm looking around. I don't have any weapons on me. I don't have anything. And I'm pinching the top of my nose. Just exhausted. <laughs> watching you, watching you, Aaron, the player, bodily manifest <laughs> this moment is amazing for me. No, I'm not bodily manifesting anything. This is just me coming out. <laughs> this is 6 a.m. in the morning, Aaron. 
You can't show up on my front doorstep acting like a bunch of assholes. If you got something to say to me, you could say it to my face. <laughs> I'm gonna give you to the count of three. If you don't apologize for throwing that into my house, I'm gonna kick your ass by myself. <laughs> One. Two. He's a bunch of scary pants. He's a bunch of Yeah, I see your pants. green mohawks. I remember your brother that we killed him right in the middle of the street. <laughs> Three. And I'm gonna cast magic missile at him. Oh my god. Which one? The one uh, with the chain, the one with the Molotov cocktails and the sword, or the one with the pitchfork? Molotov cocktail guy. Okay, great. Obviously. All of the bolts are going right at him. <laughs> All right. Pew, pew, pew. Go ahead and roll those uh, 3d4 as three little bolts of force come flying out of your furious fingers toward this taunting six. That's eight plus three. That's eight plus three, which is 11. Yeah, and they just all right into his smug little whiskered rat mohawked head. I want him to go like all right down his mouth. Yeah. Into his mouth. Right. Down into his <laughs> Just like in Star Wars. Eat it! <laughs> and he just falls over dead in the road. And then uh, I'm going to hide behind the walls of the house. The other ones... The other ones don't know quite what to do at that. And then they look up kind of toward the top of the building and then just scrunch their eyebrows down. Something they saw up there just made them angry or motivated. And so they scrunch their eyebrows down and they come running up toward the building. Ah! Ah! Full charge at you guys. Fuck Are they yeah, in dude. the entangle? They are, but um, we'll deal with that when it's actually their turn. Uh, Yon Yon, it is your turn. You see I'm them gonna trying to I'm going to walk over to the window and kind of push Big out of the way. Excuse me. Excuse me. Move, move. And then I'll just cast I'll cast Witch Bolt at them as they're running towards us. Okay. Uh, 24. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll just do one charge on these guys. Uh, eight. Eight damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of them struggling through the vines that Matthias threw out there, just <laughs> just <laughs> it's lit up by your witch bolt, but he still I seems you see it? he still Fuck seems too, by the way. I high high five you. <laughs> yeah, he still seems uh, motivated to kind of even though he's now twitching, he's <laughs> and and there's just like like bolts of electricity coming down this chain that he had. And he still seems motivated to come and try and hit you at least once to prove himself. Cut back over to you, A-Lock. I have since taken a chill pill, mm -hmm. calmed down, talked myself off a ledge mm -hmm. of excitement. Mm -hmm. All right, take a deep breath. Hanging out with the confessor. <clears throat> oh my God, I love that one song that you do. Um... I can't remember. Uh, it was on your last album. Uh, I think you might be referring to yelling. Jezebel. Oh, Jezebel. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I Thank like you. that one a lot. Uh, my wife likes that one a lot. <laughs> um, uh, our, Get on so, iTunes. 
So you said you're playing at the water hole, or you're thinking I'm, you're playing at the water hole, or the watering hole. The, the um, watering yeah, hole. Yeah, I'm not playing anytime soon. I'm I'm actually here. Um, <laughs> something that always brings me back here. Um, my father. Oh, uh, you know, it's. I don't. I don't think I want to get into. <laughs> you seem a nice fella, Alok. Thank but, you. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I don't want to divulge too much. Uh, we just met and all, so. But uh, keep an eye out if you're ever. Uh, if you ever see my name up, um, f- for a show, I'll. I'll get you in for free. Oh man, I would love that. And and we'll have we'll have a proper pint, and I'll. Uh, I can. We can talk about whatever you like. Yeah, maybe maybe we can jam sometime. <laughs> and and you see, he's trying. He's trying very much to be polite at this point. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can jam. Sometime. <laughs> That's almost uh, as good he, as baby, dude. And he says, he says, you know, I'm I'm always I'm always interested in experiencing another another musical voice. Thank you. Thank you so much. And he looks, and then he looks at you very intently, and and you see through his wire spectacles these kind of kind eyes, just uh, almost peer right into your soul. And he says, "The Orem, it speaks to us through music, stronger than anything else. If we're gonna learn what it is, it's gonna be through song." Well, if. If they can all be songs just like the one you played, I believe it. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Alok. And he's kind of standing up from his chair and slinging his guitar over his shoulder and grabbing his pack, and he, he kind of pats you on the shoulder, and he says, it was really great to meet you. I think that was maybe why I was supposed to be out here this morning. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I, I kind of believe in that sort of thing, too. Um, I'm really glad to have met you, too, Koss. Alok. I'll be seeing you. Have a great morning. I gotta get back. All right. And so, yeah, you realize that you're maybe late for work. Well, well I don't think I would be late for work after just getting a promotion. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I would have made sure to have enough time. Hey everyone, Blake here. I uh, just wanted to jump in for a quick little breather and have a have a little peek behind the DM screen. Rat folk. Some things, some things never change. Uh, I, as a DM, love throwing reoccurring kind of mook characters at players that can become more and more hilarious over time, especially as the players get more and more powerful. Uh, so I just thought it'd be fun to I thought it'd be fun to revisit the rat folk and who knows maybe the maybe they'll develop a relationship over <laughs> over time uh, probably not uh, anyway also wanted to say we are looking for more voicemails for season two uh, we have a couple in the bank but we need some more to finish out the season so if you want to leave us a voicemail just tell us who you are where you're calling from represent for your crew represent for for your crew what. 
<laughs> it's like we're D and D gangs now. Uh, yeah, represent for your friends and uh, help share a story uh, that you guys all created together. A funny moment when the uh, paladin decided to sneak off into the brothel or something. I don't know. Yeah, give us a call. The number is 503-765-5807. Leave a voicemail, and we'll play it at the end of an episode. Speaking of the episode, let's get back to it. Let's head back down to the basement, sit at the table, roll some more dice. These two remaining rat folk in the street are in this entanglement of vines, and they're trying to run up and get any kind of attack that they can on you guys. But Matthias, they are stuck in these vines. So what? What they is have to the make deal? A strength, uh, strength save. Okay. They have to be a thirteen, or else they're restrained. Okay. They've been vined. They've been vined. Yeah. They both succeed. I rolled a fourteen and a seventeen. Yeah. And so they kind of... You are a tiger now, though. Yeah. I, that, no, that's true. <laughs> that's that's still, the truth. That's still happening. Yeah. With this newfound fury, uh, inexplicable as it is, they come charging out of the vines and through the sodden street and up onto the deck to attack Biggle and Yon Yon. Who, who's where? Matthias, well, you're coming out right by each other by the I assume by the window, but like I hiding. imagine Yon Yon is like standing up tall by the edge of the window, and I'm ducked down. Okay, we're like below right the window, the okay. bottom of so, the windowsill. Yeah, so they come up and they both try to attack you, then Yon Yon. Um, and one of them, the the one with the that you just witch bolted, swings this uh, sparkling chain, and I rolled a 19, so he hits you for seven damage. Yeah. And the other one tries to jab this broken off bent pitchfork at you and I rolled a 14. Does that hit you? Yep. Dang, All right. Dude. Oh, just for another four damage. And I, kind fall, of- I fall over dead. <laughs> Are you serious? I have 10 HP, dude. Yes, I did it. Killed Yan Yan. <laughs> 10 HP? Uh, damn, dude, at level two? Really? I grab damn your hand. All right. Well, this is going to be I grab a your fun hand. adventure. I grab your level hand one is six, you. plus your constitution. My constitution is one. And then I get three at level two, so ten. All right. Plus one. So for plus your one. Yeah, you should be at eleven. You're at eleven. 11. I'm still dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, still gone. Yeah, no, no, no. still dead. Still yeah, down. Right. Still dead. So Biggle, you left. as Yon Yon falls bloodily next to you in the broken glass, mm-hmm. and there are these two. Shit. He's on one side of this broken window frame, and these two rat folk are on the other side of the broken window frame, and one of them has swung the chain in, and the other one has jabbed the pitchfork through. You're hiding down, and you used to see. Blood splatter onto the broken glass as Yon Yon falls down, crunches onto the ground next to you. And it's my turn? It is not. Oh, sorry. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Matthias. You know why? Because we killed You his ran brother. outside as a tiger. Yeah. And now there's no one there. And Tiger just. They're, tur- they're right to your left. Yeah. Basically. And Tiger takes a 
a sweeping turn. Yes. And picks big up arc. full speed. And it's just... And you don't see any of this because Tiger is underneath window, window size. So Tiger is just running. Yeah, Biggle, you can't see this. And yeah, I am going to attack the one with the flail. No, uh, the with one the, the chain? The one with the pitchfork. Okay. I'm going after pitch, pitchfork guy. The one that just fucking okay. stabbed me? Yeah, that guy. And as, even like in that. Tiger form, as you come up, because you kind of run out off the boardwalk into the street and make an arc. Yeah. And as you're coming back up behind them, you can see on the backs of their jackets with all these like metal pieces poking out they have white kind of like weird chalk drawings that match on the back of their jackets that just say pokey boys is it with a z <laughs> absolutely it is thank you that's great all right so ooh, does an 11 hit an 11 does not hit ooh. your claws as you jump up kind of bounce off this thick leather <laughs> punk rock jacket that this dude's wearing. Oh, that's a that's a bummer. Too tough to die, man. Yeah. Spell things with Z's. Too tough to die. Biggle. Yon Yon has fallen next to you and you can hear a clatter out on the on the front walk in front of the business. I'll look down at my hands. Mm-hmm. And they turn to iron. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking Hiduken punch <laughs> off the ground into this dude's head. Uh, sure you can punch into this dude's head. Okay, so and I'm yeah, kick his ass, and that's gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you hop over, uh, you hop over the w- the windowsill, out. Uh, I imagine I'm imagining that he's still like reaching over, trying to find stuff, and I just oh okay, right gotcha, his, gotcha, right in his chin. But I but miss. yeah, you miss as they're kind of like now trying to dodge out of the way of this tiger yeah. that has attacked them inexplicably out of nowhere. Uh, and I'm gonna run away from the window across the room behind the uh, behind the counter inside the Ooh. shop. Okay, yeah. When you miss, you're like, ah, fuck. This maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe I need to reposition myself. And so you kind of run behind that front counter. Yeah. Great. Yon Yon, give me a death saving throw. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, it's a 19. All right. One success. Fun. <laughs> Guys, I'm having fun right now. I'm having the best. <laughs> the Got fucking stabbed to death. <laughs> the rat folk on the front are very much aware of this tiger that is attacking them. And God, I hope so. I mean, it's a tiger. Yeah. And they don't know what to do other than defend themselves as they see Biggle run off and one of the people that they intended to kill has already fallen over. So they swing their attacks on you, Matthias, right, in tiger form. And the buzzy chain dude swings his chain down and does a 13 hit just barely okay so 13 hits you in tiger form and slaps you across the haunches Ooh, for max damage eight damage sir cool how are you still alive oh you got tiger haunches and so then i got got tiger blood dog and and then good charlie sheen pitchfork guy brings down his pitchfork on to your shoulders for another six damage okay and additionally a crossbow bolt from up on the roof fires down and misses 
was like, can that hit? I mean, like, the, just the tra- triangulation yeah. of it. The triangulation yeah. of it the is probably indeed why it was tougher yeah. him to hit you. And it is your turn. Pause for beer. Tiger his ass, dude. Pause while I chuck Yeah, I'm a, beer. I'm a bite, I'm a bite this motherfucker. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Pitchfork guy. Okay. Fuck that dude. Ooh, uh, does a 13 hit? Nope. Son of a bitch. Your, dude, your teeth hell, Blake? <laughs> bite into his leather yeah. jacket, and you tear a piece of the jacket away. Okay. But it it doesn't take purchase in his body. Is that your turn? Yep. Biggle. You're <sighs> iron-fisted, ducked behind the front counter of Somebody your please. business. There's a commotion out on the... <laughs> commotion is underselling it. There's a huge... <laughs> there's a huge fracas... Out on the front. What do you want to do? I'm gonna cast magic missile again. Okay, yeah. You step I'm up. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. I don't know who these dudes are. I don't know why they're fucking with our place. Okay. It's not a fair fight. And I'm gonna kick their ass. Magic missile hits automatically. Yeah. Yeah. So roll that damage. Oh yeah. So far that's eight. Quite a bit of damage. Okay. Plus three is going to be eleven plus another three. <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah, you pop around from the corner of the front counter just as he has buried his pitchfork into the haunches of Matthias in tiger form. Boom, boom, boom! Three vicious bolts of force slam one after the other into his head, knocking it successively further and further toward the street until the third one hits and he just falls over with a spray of blood out of the side of his skull. And his little furry rat face is all pummeled as he lays there in the street. Uh, and I'm going to run back up to the window. I'm okay. feeling empowered now. Okay, great. So, yeah, and and there's just the one now there standing uh, with Matthias in tiger form, and he's whipping this chain around and just watch his friend get knocked into the street, and Yon-Yon, give me a death saving throw. 17. Nice. Another save. And while this is all happening, Alok, you have been making your way back you kind of, from a distance, see the start of this whole thing. The conflagration of the Molotov cocktail, Matthias jumping out in tiger form, magic bolts throwing, flying one way and another, this entanglement in the street, and you're running and picking up speed and getting closer and closer, and now you just saw the body of one of these two rat folk fly into the street, dead, with a spray of misty blood into the morning fog, and you come running up, and there's one rat folk and a tiger in front of the business. What do you do? Plus, do I see the one that is up top? Give me a perception roll and see if you do. <laughs> it's it's what, not there. All right, what'd you roll? A one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is the third one of the night, I just mean, so I you know. I felt like I saw it you from a distance, but tonight, if not... That's cool. Doing real great. Okay. We like to start strong on our episode ones. Yeah. yeah just real strong. Uh, ones all day. Season one, one one. Season two, four ones. Yeah. So uh, what do you want to do? Having seen it from a distance, like you said, I start sprinting. Luckily, I'm limber already from my morning <laughs> run. Um, I'm going to charge straight at the last one. Okay. Um, and I'm going to just kind of, I want to. And walk. he looks a little worse for the wear. Cool. I'm going to lunge at him, mm-hmm. and 
I'm going to swing my hand axe at You him. don't have your weapons. They're all in your locker at work. Ugh. You're on your morning jog, sir. That's why you got to show to work on time. Oh, well, I thought, I thought this is like a different time zone. Like, <laughs> I thought like I went home and like I showered and I kept in. Like, I thought I had time. Okay. Yeah, you need oh, to I got gotcha. you. Ready to start work as soon as you punch in, please? Well, no, I thought I thought I had already cleaned up, but okay. Like I said, I show up to work on time. Another like, time zone. Yeah, different time zone. Um, okay. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm straight up tackling this fool straight ahead of me mm-hmm. and I'm going to give him the old uh, knuckle sandwich. Okay. So the yeah. hairy knuckle sandwich. <laughs> nice. Is Go ahead and roll an attack roll. We what does that sandwich consist of? Meat <laughs> only. Um, 14 plus. 14 plus what? Uh, strength? Is that plus strength? <laughs> yeah. 17 total. 17? Yeah. <laughs> you piece of paper, dude. It's on your I've never done a melee attack. I've never done a melee Are attack. Are you fucking kidding me? We have recorded episodes of you true. doing melee attacks. <laughs> With my fist? I've never punched anybody, man. He, uh, Brett, he's right. He is, I, I understand what Brett's right. saying. Yeah, yeah. He's never... Thank you. As Alok, you've never actually just punched someone. You've always attacked yeah. with a weapon. But yeah, 14 plus is going to hit. Yeah. So yeah, you just boom, 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 up onto the. I'm I'm like linebacker wet. tackling this guy. Like I okay. see him. I'm running full speed. I'm he he don't see me. I'm, I'm blind sighting <laughs> this guy. And he as he's down, me. I'm clocking Give him. Give him the Goldberg yeah. spear. Yeah. Yeah. And you today's feel, daily special. You feel your fist just <laughs> bury into chill. his damp nose and compress his elongated rat face down into his skull as you punch into him and he is dead yeah he's he's pulverized <laughs> finish him and at this point i want both alok and matthias in tiger form to give me perception checks uh, i do perception checks. that's a 12 that's a druid still a 12 it's gonna be 23 okay so yeah alok you're just like <sighs> Just bloody fisted. What a strong contrast from the moment you just had about 10, <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes ago. Killed my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Matthias, your tiger senses combined with your druid wisdom, just you look up and breath comes out of your nose in, into the morning air. And you see it before you and up on the roof is the same rat folk that you guys had previously met, that Amadeus hired to ambush you as a test, the one that had said, well, this isn't worth it at all. And the one that escaped? Exact same one. And he sees you briefly and disappears behind the eave of the roof. Do I see which direction? No. So this morning battle with these hell-bent rat folk has subsided. It's come to an end. There are two rat folk dead in the street and one rat folk dead in front of your broken window. Matthias, are you maintaining a tiger form? Oh, absolutely not. I'm back to Matthias form. Okay, yeah. So you back into uh, your awkward body. Yep. And uh, I'm just curious, what do you guys do with these corpses? Biggle, Yon Yon, Alok. And Matthias, Dodge, you're still making your way. What a, what a, what are the, 
unconscious, so I'm going to oh, stabilize yeah. him. Are there any onlookers? Like, is anyone in the town just like, what the fuck just happened? Or is it... that? Uh, that's actually a really good question. You guys are on the outskirts, so there's not a lot that happens this early in the morning and this like far on the edge of town. But go ahead and give me a perception check. Anyone that wants to, other than Nyon-Nyon. I do. Where's Rosh, man? He's supposed to have our back. You mean Reich? Reich. I'm a nine. Okay. That's a 23 for me. Oh, wow. Where are you at, Reich? Oh, am I supposed to do that too? Uh, Dodge, yeah. You're kind of walking. Yeah, go ahead and uh, give me a perception check. 18. Okay. Hey. Dodge, what? 16 plus. Plus. Okay. One. Yeah, so Dodge, something has happened. There's chaos in the street. Um, you see a tiger turn into the form of Matthias as you're approaching the organization, the okay. Black Goblet, where okay. you work. I see him turn back. You see Biggle um, kneeling near the unconscious body of Yon-Yon, and you see broken glass and smoldering floorboards and dead rat folk. You also see, as you're coming up the street, the people from the wagon rights across the street have gathered at the front of their building they've it looks like some of them have like cups of coffee and it looks like they've they've Ooh. just yeah just started work <laughs> and are watching wow that looks terrible but yeah. you see one figure walk from that group and he's carrying a couple pieces of wood and he's carrying a big wrench and it is a dwarf with a shaven head and tattoos Dodge, you're kind of approaching as he approaches, and he sees you and gives you a nod. Hey, fella, what's up? You see him just spit on one of the corpses of these rat folk. Well, all right, that's a bit intense. Fucking rat folk. Okay, buddy. Well, uh, all right, what's up? Uh, how you doing this morning? That's uh, nice to meet you. I'm name of Dodge. Reich. All right. <laughs> all right. I brought some wood. I see your windows broken. Yeah, actually, uh, about that, about windows breaking and such. You got, you have any trouble last couple nights? Last night, I was, uh, <clears throat> you know, I was a little, you know, I was out and uh, doing my thing, and uh, mm-hmm. I was back in the back uh, where all them crushed up wagons is and whatnot, and I saw some little feller with a big ass arm. You saw someone in our wrecking yard fussing. Yeah, who's messing around back there? Did you stab him? Uh, you know, I did not. I may live to regret that decision. Hmm. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I brought you guys some wood. I figured you want to... Uh, and he sees you, Biggle, and he says, Hey, 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 it's Reich it's from yeah, across the street. Yeah, matter of fact, about that wood and stuff, that's probably a conversation for Yon Yon, but uh, if you be doing me a personal favor, you let me know that feller. You hear any of the goings on no, that's that. a good tip yeah name I'll of dodge again by the way all right nice to meet you uh sorry what rash rice rice right okay all right feller no you you almost had it yep no i had it though <laughs> <laughs> no i did it no but it is rice okay yep that's it sure is you would know yeah and he, you see he kind of like hefts this giant wrench in his hand as he's talking to you and he's feeling really awkward yeah me too and uh he kind of looks over his shoulder at his co-workers who are all just kind of laughing and giggling at this whole scene and he 
scrunches up his brow and he comes up to you, Biggle, as you're kneeling over Yon Yon, and he says, Oh, oh, sh- shit. I'm sorry. I brought wood. I didn't know it got that bad. Ah, uh, he, hey, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. He's, uh, Yon Yon is, you know, for, for his demeanor, he's a pretty tough, uh, well, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And he, he kind of looks at his hands. He's got this, like, pieces of wood in his hand, in one hand, and then a wrench in the other. He's like, ah, I don't, I mean, we have, like, a, we have a first aid kit in the shop. No, I, 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 no. it's not necessary. Uh, I, thanks for like coming over. I'm, out on the floor. Thanks for coming over. <laughs> no, I assume uh, that wood is for the window. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we got some more we can we can salvage from our wrecking yard if yeah. Uh, thanks, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, we we do the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, "Yeah, well, uh, I, I, the guys give me a lot of shit because uh, I don't, I, well, you know, because I gave you the letter and they, 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 they just mixed feelings about you all coming coming in and." bringing you know bringing this but uh you know fuck these rat folk right huh am i right yeah Yeah. you know (laughs) you can tell he's just like trying to find like some sort of common ground he he, yeah socially uh, awkward are the rat folk typically so aggressive he kind of takes a deep breath and kind of gets lost in his mind for a second he says uh yeah in my experience uh yeah they are is this just like a newcomer to town sort of thing, or I mean, I don't know. Here's a here's some wood. And well, thanks. The, and, and he kind of like hands it to you, whether you grab it or not. He, he's gonna let it out of his hands. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks for coming over and uh, helping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I gotta uh, you know get back to work. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you need anything, you know we're over here. Yeah, uh, you know we don't we don't need anything. And and he just kind of awkwardly saunters back. Well, you know, the I mean, the, all the guys are coming back into work, and uh, you know, we're gonna do like a big work group barbecue. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you and the guys, if you guys want to come That's over, not happening. You know, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, either way, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. So you know. If you're around, you can come over and and you can see. But whatever, you don't have can to. Now. We have to have a work barbecue. <laughs> you can see off in the distance the uh, in the front of the wagon ride shop, like they have their their big garage door open, and uh, the, all the guys are just laughing, watching watching this dwarf try. Yeah, to... I mean, you know, I, no, no, it's, I, it's, it's, it's I get fine. it. I get it. It's yeah. cool. You know, I I appreciate it. And so, uh, what do you do, what do you do to stabilize Yon Yon Biggle? I am gonna roll a d twenty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, An attempt to stabilize him. So yeah, go ahead yeah. and make a medicine check. <laughs> I do a very poor job. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> sort of dabbing <laughs> at his wounds while I'm sort of looking away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you, yeah, you do I'm a poor trying, job, and uh, Yon Yon. It's going to be, everything's going to be okay. We just need to get you to your bed. Uh, you do a poor job, and you know that you do a poor job, and Alok and Matthias and Dodge are there, and 
yeah, the three of you guys, what what do you do as you see Biggle try and kind of stabilize? Boss, why don't you just give him some of that juice that you be having? I'm all out. I don't have that anymore because <laughs> I have since changed <laughs> skill sets. No, that's all right. And that's some wizard stuff I don't understand, so... Okay. That was well, level uh, one stuff. We're level two now. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't. Uh, yep, totally. I guess I'll give it a shot. I don't really know much about it. I mean, ah! you, <laughs> you do have a druid in your mitts. Let's see what my medicine modifier <laughs> is. <laughs> Jesus. That's a big 12. All right, yeah, you stabilize him. But All he's right. still this unconscious. This looks much better. See, yeah, that's how you do you, it. You, uh, you've been in uh enough rough and tumble situations that you you know how to hodgepodge together uh something that'll hold someone out the basicest bandage so yeah yon yon's stable uh alock you're there as and matthias you're there as dodge kind of gets these wounds you know, stops them from bleeding. And uh, you guys drag Yon Yon's body back <laughs> into the building and across the bloody charred floor with all this broken glass. And you spend the next couple hours just, you know, with this wood that uh, that Reich has brought over. Um, you're trying to kind of clean up. Sure. And there are just these bodies of these rat folk laying in the street. Uh, I would say that the moment that everyone like kind of pulls Yon Yon away and there's no one around him, I'm going to cast Healing Word on him. Okay. But no one sees it. I just cast it and walk away. Interesting. Okay. So you're going to gain six hit points. Sweet. As everyone's kind of like getting are you things carrying to... Me to... Are you carrying me to my bed? No. Uh, <laughs> to my bed? <laughs> are you tucking me in my bed? No. <laughs> I was going to say, as everyone's kind of cleaning up, I'm just going to look at you, Biggle, and I'm going to say, um, boss, um, uh, did you say you wanted to have a barbecue? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is not happening. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought, um, <laughs> I thought things sort of ended, you know, on, on the wrong foot when we all part of ways you know i thought maybe a barbecue would be a nice way for us to i don't know this is stupid establish some kind of connection between us or no yeah i, I don't totally, know it's stupid it's i think stupid. it's a good idea boss i mean like team building you know um also like maybe i could bring my wife i've been telling her a lot about you um and been, I, about, I like to i've like been telling to eat. her about i like me? to eat both of us like to eat, actually. I mean, do you, do you know how to barbecue? Yeah, totally. Excellent. You just, you just got a fire. Well, you know, if you want, if I'll buy all the food, if you want to do the cooking. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll, and, I'll, you know, we can organize something and uh, invite the neighborhood. We can have games. We can have <laughs> you games. <did> <laughs> Christ, bro! <laughs> I just, you know, we we're we're new to this place, and it would be nice if I don't know. No, I think it's it'd be good to get the community on our side. You know, exactly, get the community on our side. You know, I 
I ran into this guy this morning. Um, he's a. Uh, I don't know. If you you've probably heard of him, uh, the Confessor. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Biggle. There's no fucking way that you give Who, any yeah, half wh- of a uh, shit about who's this kind the of Confessor. Stuff. Um, he's well, he's probably <laughs> he's probably the best bard that ever lived. Um, oh, bard. <laughs> Of course you would be interested. <laughs> I don't really follow bards. I'm more into, um, you know, mechanical sounds, drone, and uh, I guess you would oh, call yeah. it like Oh, yeah, I totally ambience. went through an industrial phase at one point, but... Um, so no. it, is at, it is at this moment... <laughs> it is at this moment that, Yon Yon, you've come to... And yeah, it about makes sense that this is what they're talking about. <laughs> Dodge, uh, you and like, Matthias, you are I both got just stabbed to death, and you guys are arguing about music. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Uh, you're both just watching this exchange, and uh, you guys are all kind of doing the best that you can to clean up the business. And a, and a little bit of time goes by, and it's at this moment that you're talking about bards and music that you see two figures coming down the street. They kind of stop and they look a little confused, look a little lost, and they're talking to each other and they're pointing and pointing and pointing and then they point at your building. And they walk up and they get a little closer and Alok, you see that one of them is indeed Koss. Koss, over here! And at this point, it's kind of mid to late morning. The sun is starting to break through the clouds. Summer is still holding on a little bit. And they're coming down the emerging sunny street. And he waves at you and he says, Ah, there you are, Alok. I actually, uh, I felt kind of bad after our conversation this morning. I kind of cut it short. And uh, I actually think there's something maybe you can help me with. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, This is Judas. And he points at his companion who is a human. Judas has kind of short, curly black hair. He's not fat or portly, but he's just kind of just big-boned and a little bit soft. He's got a bit of a rounder chin and a black stubble to match his thick, black, curly hair. He has dark brown eyes that kind of look out under uh, heavy lids. And he's, he has a grin on his face, like a perpetual grin on his face. He's got this look on his face that just he's kind of always laughing at some joke. He's like, uh, and and Koss says, and and this is Judas. Uh, he's my, and he, uh, Koss kind of looks at Judas and Judas looks up and smiles. He's, and Koss says, uh, he's my traveling companion. He's I, a roadie of sorts, I guess you could say. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, boss, uh, this is, um, this is that guy I was talking about. Um, be cool. Be cool. Um, oh, you're the you're the bard that uh, Alok is infatuated with. Boss, boss. <laughs> he was telling well, me all about you that. this morning. I, um, I was just saying um, how maybe uh, we could uh, play a show for them, like a like at a, a barbecue. I don't know. Um, do you like food? I'm. Um, big fan of food oh me too oh my gosh i but um that's i and he kind of looks around and he sees he sees these rat folk corpses just laying in the rising sun in the street and he sees this wreckage 
And Matias is dragging one of the bodies down the street as these two are walking up, mm-hmm. like into the center. Like, oh, pardon me, are you familiar with the the uh, customs of of the cliff tide? Is of you? I know that you you seem to know my friend Airlock. I'm sorry, friend. I'm. I didn't. I, I. I'm not quite sure what you're asking me. No, I'm more just asking. Uh, if we leave the bodies in the street, will the the guard or the custodians pick them up? I don't know. This is uncommon to me. I don't. I'm so sorry. This is embarrassing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. They both seem a little bit, uh, kind of shocked at the scene before them. Uh, Mateus, just take them in the back and put them in the dumpster. The trash comes tomorrow. It'll oh, be fine. Oh, so we should put the bodies in the trash? Is this is a common thing? Yeah, yeah no, 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 that's Get fine. Just here. put them back there. You can pile them all up. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff back there. Oh, this, this excellent. I, I will move the bodies into the trash. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks so much. So, uh, Matias, you start engaging yourself in dragging the bodies of these rat folk back behind the like building over like the like broken the broken like window in the front just vomiting on the floor okay just, like great coming back to life and uh yeah cost looks scene. at you uh alock and at you biggle and and says i'm sorry this this seems like the wrong time to to come by um i don't really know what's going on i just i i was on my way to work i don't either to I tell s- you the truth i smelled smoke and i saw these guys uh, with like a pitchfork and uh, mm. a bottle on fire, and I, I, I just reacted, you know. And he gets a, uh, he gets kind of a really contemplative, kind of quizzical look on his face as any, and he rubs the underside of his chin, and he looks like sideways at Judas, and Judas kind of looks up at him, and then he starts to grin, and he says, "Yeah, yeah, I think, I think I came at the right time, actually." Is there somewhere private we can talk? Well, I mean, you can come on in. We were just sitting down at no, breakfast. No, that sounds uh, lovely. Yeah. 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 Friend of Alox, I, I guess this could be a friend of mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Brett. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, uh, you all go inside, and you're, you're kind of stepping around these piles, these swept-up piles of broken glass and he's looking around you can tell he's trying to be non-judgmental about it and uh just kind of taking it in uh both him and judas and judas seems to find the whole thing amusing i hate judas <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay i remember right. laughing and smiling Deeply. yeah <laughs> real chipper not really our vibe yeah, and, I feel you. and he, you 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 see that he kind of he kind like of Judas. constantly leans over, and 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 like almost like a puppy, like leans over and says something to Cost, like, oh, "Don't maybe he goes up. What are we all doing?" He's gonna get in, and and Cost is like, "Oh, and they they just have this kind of uh, exchange where Judas is clearly very much more excited, but uh, keeping keeping that within just the zone of Cost and Judas. So, uh. You guys hungry? Uh, you know, I, I was whipping up some breakfast when the rat folk came through and dumped it all on the floor. I'm going to start over. Uh, you guys want anything? That's very kind of you, but I, I'm, I'm pretty full. I had a pretty big breakfast. And as he's saying that, Judas is like, what are you making? What are you, uh, wait, uh, wait, what are you, what are you making eggs? I, I, 
I could eat. I could. Eat, I, I could eat some eggs. Well, yeah, eggs. yeah. I mean, typically I, I for love breakfast, eggs. What, how do you? How do you like I'll making make some eggs? eggs. Uh, you know, uh, family recipe. I put them in a pan and okay. a little do salt you, and pepper. Do you, do you scramble? Like, because I think you. I think you should scramble them. You want them scrambled? Yeah, I think scramble. Yeah, sure, like, sure. I got no, some as long as, you put, as long as you put some like seasoning in it. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I got salt and pepper. Great. Is that yeah. seasoning? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's going to make Scrambled some toast, eggs, yeah. and I got no. some jam <laughs> that I've been working on. Does that sound good I like these, and he, he turns it he turns cost. He's like, I like these guys. I think these are the guys. I think, yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. the ones. So, yeah. uh, anyway, Koss, uh, what brings you guys to Cliff Tide? You know, it's kind of random. He says, uh, and I'm sorry, what was it? It was Biggle, was it? Yeah, Biggle. That's it. Yeah, I, uh, well... I met I met Alok earlier this morning, and uh, well, Alok, to answer your earlier question, I find myself coming to Clifftide for better or for worse, because I need to find my roots. My father, he uh, he has well, he lives there now, but uh, it was at one point just our our winter estate. It's a bit of a lodge as it were, not too far from here, about three days' travel. And, uh, boy, I'm sorry if this is awkward, but I, I haven't spoken to him in... well, nigh on two decades now. And I've, I've come to Clifftide every couple years with the intent of visiting him. Visiting and visiting him. And, uh... So what's stopping you? Well... I mean, I'm sorry if I'm no, just sitting no, there like... It's just, I'm being curious. My folks, they live on the other side of the continent, and, you know, I, I don't see them very often. I'd be there right now if I could, but, uh, you know, that's me. I want to reiterate that this guy is a very different-looking elf. Like, in what way? His, his features aren't quite as fine. He's got a little bit of a stronger jaw, but he's nevertheless like a very kind-looking person. Like maybe he's a half elf. Why don't you, Yon Yon, as an elf, and yeah, like hella, especially hella just got woken up, you, Matthias, as a half elf, give me an insight? Oh check. yeah, I I imagine that I have just come in the back door and my hands are bloodied from dragging rat folk in. Yeah, and I'm just kind of standing there, bloody-handed. That's going to be a 15. 19. Yeah, you both realize that he is not full elf. To everyone else, he he just looks like a kind of a different elf. If he is a half-elf, the elven part of him is so prominent as to make the non-elven part of him virtually undetectable. To the point where Yon-Yon, you and Matthias as the only ones with any elf blood, are the only ones to even really pick up on it. And he continues to talk about his father, saying, We parted ways uh, when I was very young. And, well, my... I'll just get to the long and short of it. My father has a long-standing feud with a dwarf, Johannes Wostone. First name, Johannes. <laughs> Last name, Woestone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want you all to give me history checks at that, when he says that name. That's a 10. That's a 10. 13. 19. 
Dodge? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Yon Yon, you're the only one that recognizes this name. Uh, the Woestone clan is very well known along the western coast of Sasoria, being uh, one of the prime suppliers of high-end marble and other the desirable stones for wealthy people to include in so their So they took the name states. and applied it to their business. Whoa. Yes. They're running with it. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, the marble steens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're the stones. We deal with stones. Koss says, um, my father's had this long-standing feud with, uh, with a dwarf, the head of the Wollstone clan, uh, Johannes Wollstone. Some time ago, Johannes stole something from my family. It was very important to my father. It was, uh, well, actually, it was my mother's family heirloom. It was a harp. And he, he kind of gets lost in his own eyes and kind of retreats back into his own mind as he's telling you this. And he says, it was a, it was a harp that my mother would play. Probably why I play music. It's called the Numos harp. It belonged to her family for a long time. And, well, I, I've, I've entertained the idea of getting it back from Johannes and maybe using it to, to re-enter my father's life. But uh, I just don't. Look at me. I play songs. I'm not an adventurer. I'm not a... I'm not a politician. I, 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 I don't know how to schmooze. I <laughs> Listen, Cass, you know, I hate to be that guy, but we're not really here at the Black Goblet in the business of bringing families back together, you know. But That's fair enough. Now, you talk about this harp, that, that's tangible. That's something that I we can do. <clears throat> Yes, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, there's some, maybe some magic going on there. That's the kind of shit that we're talking about here. <laughs> now, you bring that here, that's what we're into. You start talking about goopy feeling family stuff. Like, yeah, fuck all that shit, yes. <laughs> you know, that's not what we're into. So just be straight with us here. What do you want? At that, Judas hits Koss on the side. He's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, like I, I really like these guys. They, they seem like they were really good, but like maybe, like, maybe they're not the right ones. And Koss just kind of like taps him on the, on the shoulder. And he's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And he says, I just need people that are capable of things beyond what I'm capable of. And I'm willing to pay if... Boss, you like that, right? Yeah, you, you like know, money, right? li listen, listen. This is what I got to say. Like, wait, wait, Your friend Judas here... This guy's an idiot. I don't like You got to step and Judas, one. Judas laughs. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> these yeah, guys are great. That's <laughs> good, They're man. Hilarious. That's good. Listen, Cass. And I look him it's dead us. in the eye. Mm. You got to stop listening to this guy. That's step one. Step two, we're about finding cool stuff. We want to find the cool stuff, bring whatever our employer wants. We don't care about the touchy-feely you know, whatever. He says, well, that's all well and good. I, I If you're not... It, and he looks at you, Alok, and he says, I'm sorry, I thought maybe y'all would be the right ones for the job, but, uh, I mean, the harp... You can't you, you can't have the harp. It would be You would be getting it for me. Well, yeah, I mean, 
Obviously, we would be getting it for you. That's what you said. Yeah, boss. Can we help him? Where there's one thing, there's probably going to be more things, right? Well, <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I, I've never been to the Woestone Estate. I, I don't know what, what you could find there. Yeah, boss. I think we might be able to go there and get some good stuff. Yeah, Woestone. I mean, they are estate. dwarves mm. that that do find stonework. Perhaps you could find a. A great well, let's new forget, uh, window about for your that's, front window. That's our problem. Well, that's, know, our problem that's something friend. we'll yeah. worry about down the road. Let's just, uh, you know, let's talk about payment for exchange of services. And he pulls, he's like, yeah, oh, all right. And he pulls out a giant heaping sack. And he just kind of nonchalantly starts digging around in this. And you you all are just like, holy No, I do shit. I don't show right, a but, single Right, emotion. sure. You don't show yeah. anything, but you yeah. it's very clear right away that like this dude is loaded. He is loaded. As he's counting through the money, you all hear the sound of a carriage pull up in front of the business. Everyone in the room stops everyone hears this as he's counting through the money his his hand kind of stops and he looks out the broken window and you all look out the broken window and you see the city guard uh boss i, f- I just realized i forgot some upstairs I'm, i gotta go get it right now <laughs> yeah 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 Ch- yep make sure you uh lock all the doors while you go yep. up there yeah <laughs> hey, that. uh a lock yeah boss uh, what do you need i would you go outside, please, and see what our fine town guard would like? Yeah, uh, like to drink. Yeah, I can, I got that. Exactly to drink. Take as long as possible, please. I'll get I'll get all their orders. Thanks. Has, has the town guard finally arrived to uh, dispose of the bodies? This is uh, this is uh, the ride, yes. So there's two figures on the front of the wagon and three other ones in the back and the three in the back jump out and they look just like toadies um, and they're they're looking around and they're looking for the bodies and they're looking at the blood stains and the two figures in the front one of them is a very tall blonde haired human and he has a giant sword on his back and the other one is what looks like a really short female human she is smoking a cigar very slowly and indifferently kind of gets out of the carriage you can see she's got this black hair that's all a mess and it has like little wisps of gray on the temples it's it's kind of salt and pepper she she may have combed it earlier in the day but it's just since been tossed into kind of disarray and and frazzled and it matches her clothes which are way too big for her she's wearing like these pants that are loose fitting and crumpled and this tunic that's loose fitting and crumpled and this long overcoat that's loose fitting and crumpled and just looks just like a complete mess and she's smoking this cigar and she's walking around just kind of and smoking the cigar and pointing at stuff and kind of looking at the ground, poking around at it with her feet as she gets out of the wagon. Alok, you come out. Yeah, I'll approach him and I'll go straight up to the woman with the cigar. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello. Um, how are you doing today? Fine day, right? She's kind of looking intently at the ground as you come up with this kind of quizzical look on her face and 
puts the cigar out on her foot, like l- curls her foot back and puts the cigar out and just, but still holds it in her hand, this stub of a cigar. I'm so sorry to bother you. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to bother you. We just, uh, it's okay. Is this your establishment here, sir? Oh, um, wait, which one? This one here with, in, in points with a cigar at the broken glass. I'm like, oh, wow, that's a, well, your window's broken too. That's a big, that's a, that's unfortunate. Oh, that's yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it, uh, we broke it this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, it's not mine. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's where I work. Oh, great. I'm, well, I've been meaning to come by here. I'm sorry to bother you. If you could just, if you could just direct me to the, to the owners of the business. My name's Sheriff Sepp. Uh, Sheriff Sepp. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff Sepp. Uh, um, is that one word? <laughs> <laughs> nope, definitely two. <laughs> Sheriff is a word, and then their name. No, no, it's uh, it's 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 two. It the first one's the title. I I, I understand. I might have made. Is it that confusing. Greek? No, it. Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Um. Well. Um. Is there anything I can get for you? Do you? I'm. Would fine. you like something Thank to drink? You. That's no. I'm fine. Thank you. That's very kind of you to ask. I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry to bother you. And this tall human is getting out, and he's got. He's got like a piece of straw coming out of his mouth. He's just chewing on this piece of straw. And he seems really kind of amused at the whole scene. Meanwhile, inside, Koss has been counting out this money and sees this wagon roll up. Dodge, you... <laughs> yeah. Uh, given your recent proclivities... That's the sound of the police. <laughs> yeah, you've dipped upstairs. And Koss uh, looks at you all and says... Oh, I'm so sorry. I've, it looks like you have visitors. I, uh, oh, uh, this looks official. I, uh, do we want to? I, I, I'll just, I'll pick myself off the ground and kind of like hold my wound. Like all situations, I guess I will take care of this. And then I like push open the door and then I'll walk out to the town guarder. Uh, yeah. So you walk up yeah. and you see where A lock is talking to this, uh, this kind of short shoulder hunch. I'm like holding my side and I'll, Put up my hand. Hello, my name is Yan Yan. Yeah, and Yan Yan, as you approach, you see that uh, her skin is is kind of, it's way more orange than normal human flesh. And uh, and she says, ah, uh, okay. So uh, the, 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 you you said your name was Alok, sir. Yeah, it's and a then, it's Alok. And then Yan Yan, is this? I'm, is this is uh, my establishment. Uh, yes. Oh, that's Wonderful great. To meet you. Uh, I, uh, my name. My name. Sorry, is, we've had a. <laughs> bit of a curmudgeon here and yeah that's you know kind that, of cleaning up that's why we came you know we we've heard this is the oh don't worry we have it taken care of i'm just curious uh you need to burden yourself with uh, our daily problems and she she kind of scratches her head looks real confused and has the cigar in her hand the stub of the cigar she's i'm just i'm confused i i was told there was a rat folk fight here and i'm not seeing any bodies people are all told the crazy things that's Every true. day, all day long. I That's mean, very true. Come on. That's very true. Yan Yan, was it? Yeah. I, like, take out where my uh, bloody hands are. Do you mind? Can we, the, can we go inside? I, I just, I, I, I haven't been, I, I feel bad I haven't visited. And so I just wanted to come inside. I, it, it, and she just, without you saying yes, begins walking. Oh, in, I mean, there's your... no, there's no, I mean, there's no reason why you cannot <laughs> come inside. I mean, no problem. Yeah. And so she steps inside and it, now it's this awkward moment where... Yon Yon, you followed her in. Alok, you followed her in. This tall human has followed her in. 
with this giant sword on his back. Biggle, you're standing there talking about money with Koss and <laughs> and Judas. Dodge, you've dipped upstairs. Matthias, you're watching this whole thing with an air of indifference and fascination. And 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 she's uh, and this somehow this tiny hunched shouldered woman just commands the room when she walks in. I'm so sorry. I look, it looks like I came in a busy time. I, I didn't mean to do that. I, I just, I just had a yawn yawn. Was it? I, I just had to, I just had a couple quick questions for you. Did you know the dwarf Amadeus? <coughs> uh, yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, let, let me uh, take a second here. Um, I would like to uh, put myself as your counsel. Um, I. Though I am not a lawyer, I am very well experienced with the law enforcement. Um, I would advise you to not give any answers that in self-incriminate yourselves. Also, I would like to... Uh, oh, ask no, 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 no. Pardon no, me, Sheriff. Is that your name? Sheriff Sepp. It's, Sheriff Sepp. It's two words. Would you, would, you, <laughs> would, you so, would you please show me your search warrant right now? Oh, this, that's not what this is. No, I yes. Have... So this is private property. I would like to ask you to leave because currently you are in violation of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, she says, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, we, we got a call about the rat. Yes, no, you should just... be sorry about the violation of our property. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is what polite society is built on. <laughs> And as a matter of fact, you know, I we were, you. I don't, we were just sitting that. down to breakfast, so... Yes, no, I believe that law enforcement should be enforcing the laws outside. We are violating no laws here. The tall human uh, just, just chuckles to himself. He's leaning up against the wall uh, between the door and the broken window, just arms crossed, chuckling, and, and she's smiling, holding this stub of cigar, and looks at you and says, You know, you're right. I... We we just got a notification about the rat folk, and uh, we'd I I I'd heard through some friends that there was an organization. Uh, what was it? And she turns to uh, she turns to the tall human, and she says, "What was it, Maynard? It was the so you're saying your dad it did was the what? something with the something, and and he's like he said, "Oh, double gold stone, double bill, got double dark drink, man, bill dark drink." Yeah, it was the it was the black, the dark, the dark drink. I don't know. It, 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 there might be some trouble with them. So I, I does that name ring a bell? I uh, no. Yes, <laughs> I, I've already uh, in, encouraged my my client to not uh, give any self incriminating oh, knowledge. And I don't <laughs> drink. I don't drink. But, so. but I think this is very important. So is if you would follow me outside, there is a problem in this city with the rat folk, and I, I agree believe it with is you. with with what your. Uh, your station. Um, tourism is very important for the city. And uh, keeping the rat folk from hurting the tourists, uh, I believe that that should be your number one, uh, how you say, uh, goal. Not uh, harassing shop owners who are on the, the edge of town. Oh, my goodness. I... I, oh, this is bad and, for and, business. And, she, and I, I think that you should check into perhaps these... Uh, uptick in suicide of rat folk that we found in the city. I mean, <laughs> if you check out our dumpster nice. in the back, they just keep on piling in there. <laughs> <laughs> One comes, 
that just like sits his throat and then just dies in the dumpster. And then they it's just, insane. Then, it's like the last three weeks. Every time we take the trash out, there's rat folk in there. I can I can sense your frustration, sir. And I I we will look into that. That sounds really problem. And you're just trying to run a business here. Exactly. And, just and trying she to looks run at you, and says, "I'm so sorry. I you were having breakfast, and we came. And it, I'm sure you got a broken window to fix. I I oh, I'm so sorry. You know what? We'll 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 just be on our way. And 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 I'll I'll get my boys back, and we'll look into this dumpster problem that you're having. And 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 uh, uh, yeah, I you won't I won't bother you anymore. Okay. And she starts walking out the door. Uh, Maynard, this tall human, walks out in front of her, just confident as hell, just looking around, hands on his hips, giant sword on his back, straw coming out of his mouth. And she stops in the doorway on this crunchy, broken glass. And, and she turns around and looks at you, Yon Yon, and says, I just, just one more thing. I just, I just wanted to comment on your rug. It looks really great. I have many great things. I am a man of beauty. I'm sure you are, Yon Yon. I'm sure you are. Okay. <laughs> I caught some blood up on my on my coat. <laughs> and she leaves. And uh, they, she and all these city guard get on the wagon, drive away. And at that, there's an awkward moment of silence. And then, Koss looks at you, Biggle, and looks at you, Alok, and looks at you, Yon Yon, and says, "Does that mean you're taking the job, or do you want us?" Yeah, I think I do. Well, we'll think about it. And that's going to do it for this week. Oh, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Sheriff Sepp, huh? Looks like the organization of the Black Goblet has drawn the attention of the local law enforcement. But why? And will Matthias be arrested for practicing law without a license? Will Biggle be swayed eventually away from his interest in drone music and his animosity toward bards? And will they be swayed to take this job will they take the quest from cost to find the pneumos harp and if so what will it entail what dangers will await them and who is judas is this blake's heavy-handed attempt at introducing an npc that will eventually betray the players all these questions and more will be answered in the coming episodes of season two of dice boys a season we're calling the forgotten bard this season's going to have more episodes, more NPCs, more locations, more of the world, more lore and mystery. It's just a bigger version of what you've come to love. So stay tuned. We're going to be cranking these bad boys out every Monday. In the meantime, reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we love hearing from everyone. So uh, yeah, that's a great way to get in touch with us. Or you can check out our website, diceboys.com. If you feel so inclined, we'd love it if you left a review for us on iTunes, or even better, 
Tell your friends about the podcast. Word of mouth is the best way to uh, to spread the joy. Yeah, so I want to say thank you before I go to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine. You can check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And I also want to say thank you to all listeners for your patience and for all the gaming you were doing and all the moments you were creating in the meantime. Keep it up. Don't stop. And remember, the right play is the fun play. 